This is the Glenn Beck Program. Spring is around the corner, and uh, that means it's lawn mowing season. Yay! Actually, you're going to appreciate mowing your lawn because it'll be the only time you're going out. Uh, if you're looking to upgrade this year from your slow push mower or a tired old riding lawnmower, some great news for you. Hustler Zero Turn Lawnmowers. Their engineers uh, have worked on these zero turn lawnmowers since the 1960s. These are the people who did it in the first place. It will save you a buttload of time, a zero turn. If you've never driven one, if you've never been on one, I hadn't until a few weeks ago. Oh my gosh, it's a totally different experience. I want you to, if you're looking for a lawnmower and you're in the commercial lawn keep landscaping business, or if you just have your house and, you know, you're tired of, <laughs> you need a new lawnmower, you want a new experience, let me tell you, this is the best one out there. It's HustlerTurf.com. Click on the radio offer button at the top of the right-hand corner, and uh, you're going to get a full year of extended warranty coverage on top for free drive one you'll thank me for it it's hustlerturf.com promo code beck um hey (laughs) hey everybody welcome to it it's friday i feel as though I don't understand America anymore. Ever feel that way? <laughs> right? It's not just me, right? Uh, but I, but I, I want to listen because I don't know why people are feeling this way. And I'll explain here in a second. It's about the coronavirus. I don't know why people are going out and buying all the toilet paper. Stop buying the toilet paper. On the other hand, I also don't understand these people are like... I'm going out right now to a cough-a-thon where we're all getting together. We're coughing in each other's face. It's nothing. <laughs> Why would you do that at any time, let alone in the middle Just of a pandemic? Because it's a conspiracy. Oh. oh, can we stop? I really, I want to understand from reasonable people if you feel like this is just all garbage and you're reasonable. Not somebody who's like, I'm going to the cough-a-thon too. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk to you. Reasonable people. I really want to understand what I'm missing here. And I'll explain and get your phone calls. 888-727-BECK. Stephen Crowder, Bill O'Reilly, and Stephen Moore all on today's program. We begin in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. As we all prepare for self-quarantine, I think it's important to look back at some classic films. Like uh, <laughs> with this one. I'll remember... All Robin Williams wanted was to get his kids back in his life. Right. You know, but the so, court has decided, you know, look, that wasn't going to happen. So he came up yeah. with a genius ploy. He came to his ex-wife's house dressed as the new nanny, and it uh-huh. would have worked, uh-huh. except he had just started using Roman to tackle ED. And the first time he saw his ex-wife, played by Sally Fields back in the day, when she looked pretty darn good, <laughs> they looked at each other, and then the game was up. He got arrested, and the movie was over in 15 minutes. Mm. It's sort of an alternate history, mm-hmm. if you look back at that. Mm-hmm. With Roman, you can get free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. The doctor will work with you to find the best treatment plan. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The process is simple and discreet. You don't have to talk to anybody face-to-face. It's nice and easy. Isn't that nice? Get Roman.com slash Beck. What's that? You don't have to talk to people I mean, if face you're in, to face. If you're in self-quarantine, if you're social distancing... No, I don't even need... Corona. Roman's perfect. I don't even need that. I just... 
don't necessarily want to talk to people. You just want to avoid people generally. In general, yeah. I, there, are t- there are times that I'm just like, no, I know. Yeah, actually, uh, we just um, just made a new uh, T-shirt that just says, "Sorry, I can't make it." Um, uh, Self quarantine. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's so, for that. Uh, uh, by the way, process is uh, simple and discreet. Go to getroman.com slash Beck. Complete an online visit today oh to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Getroman.com oh slash Beck. The free online visit, free two day shipping. Getroman.com slash Beck. A look at the phones. Look at the number of people calling in. They're all like, I'm one of those people. Okay, I want to, I want to, I want to define what one of those people are because I don't think you're one of those. Those people, people. you know, those people. And I want to listen. I want to learn from my mistakes of the past. I want to listen because I'm missing something here. I'm missing the people who are, who are like, we've got to get to Costco right now, and we need to back up a semi truck. I don't care if we have to steal one, kids. We need an 18 wheeler, and we're going to fill it with the toilet paper, and we're going to set anybody on fire who gets in our way. This is it. This is the zombie apocalypse. We're all going to die. I don't understand that. I don't. If everyone gets the coronavirus, about 1% of the population is going to die. Uh, if, If we continue to do nothing... And I think we are doing a lot. I, I think the president is making bold moves. I think he's doing the right thing. I think he's also doing the right thing by saying, relax, take it seriously, but relax. We're all going to get to the other side. But take it seriously. Well, 99% of us <laughs> should, be, should yeah. be clear. Yeah, that, we're not all. all. <laughs> well, when I say the other yeah. side, we eventually okay, well. all will make it to the other <laughs> That's side. That's a fair point. Yeah, okay. No. Um, so... I don't understand the people who are panicking, and I also don't understand the people who are uh, who are saying this is a conspiracy. The entire world is trying to stop Donald Trump, including Donald Trump and his administration. Yeah. The entire <laughs> world is in on some plot to make sure that he doesn't win. Boeing. Do you know why we had such a bad uh, day just a couple of days ago on Wall Street? I mean, just name the day of a bad day on Wall Street this week. One of the reasons why is because Boeing almost went out of business, man. They they collapsed. They, one day, I haven't followed them up. They may have rebounded and everything is fine. But one day this week, Boeing, it was the day after the speech because we're not going to, we're not going to fly to Europe. We're not going to be doing these things. The airlines are getting hit. Boeing has already been hit with its problems uh, and and people were looking at, OK, who's not going to be buying airplane airplanes for a while? Oh, I know the entire airline industry. <laughs> who's the weakest one? Looks like Boeing. I'm selling. OK, that's all logical. That's all logical. Is Boeing in on this, too? <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, I, I, I love, you know, first of all. It is completely an understandable instinct to go and put this in the same category as so many other news stories that we talk about, oh, which yeah. are completely the president is getting treated completely unfairly by the media. And uh, that is, in this case, true. Does the media want to... The only thing they seem to care about is whether Donald Trump accurately said something in a, in a you know, uh, as he's stopping by with reporters and they want to fact check that for nine hours instead of focusing on, on the virus. So 
it completely makes sense, right, for mm-hmm. the average person who's following this to look at this story and see that in the story because it is there. The media yeah. is trying to exploit but this. To two hurt Donald things Trump. can be true. Two things can be true at the right. same time. It actually is serious. A couple things, pieces of evidence. As you point out, Donald Trump himself is taking bold steps against this. Right. He is. He is and, saying, and he's getting hammered yeah, for it. Yeah. Hammered for it. Right. Why would he do that? And he's got the backing of, you know, uh, the major the, the major people who understand the Journal of Medicine, the yeah, CDC, Fauci, I mean, uh, everybody. Everyone seems to be supporting those types of things that we're doing. It has not been perfect. I don't want to say that it has. No. been. But so one, Donald Trump himself would have to be sinking his own presidency. Right. Two, Italy has basically closed. Okay, they've closed their doors. Did, this is a country. Did the, uh, they the, don't the, close did doors. Did the Pope have a secret meeting and go, <laughs> we're going to close Italy, that <laughs> yeah. damn Donald Trump is not going to be president again. Now, you might say, okay, well, uh, Italy might not like, but like Italy is not going to close. They're closed all of the businesses in the country <laughs> with the exception of grocery stores, banks, and pharmacies. No pizza for you. Wait, right. Like, that's not that's happening. Not, it's not something you do to get rid And again, if you're going to do this, you do it in October. You certainly right. don't do it now. <laughs> we could go through nine news cycles before then. The, but maybe the greatest piece of evidence is india self-quarantined india loves donald trump more than melania trump (laughs) india freaking loves trump and they've done this this is a serious threat and people the the biggest issue with it is the the countries that have had success turning it into just an annoy a nuisance where some people die and it's really sad and it's awful right as opposed to what's happening in italy where their entire system is being run over the countries that have had success are the countries that have acted in everyone's normal day mind irrationally. Yeah. Right. Uh, like you, you so, can't go. We're closing everything. Everybody shut down. Everybody stay away from everybody. China yeah. was following their citizens on the street with drones. They all had <laughs> QR codes on their <laughs> I phones. Know. And they had to check in every building they ran into. Right. And they have to scan in with QR codes <laughs> right. so they can monitor every person right. and where they went. So that's totally unreasonable. We don't want to do that. No. But the but democracies and republics are having a hard time because you can't do that, nor do we want to do that. So uh, to live in a free society, we must all be rational. Now, the problem, I blame most of this on the press. The press is so discredited. Remember I said this, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago, and yeah. I've been ringing this bell forever. You, There's going to come a time where you must have your credibility because no one will know who to turn to. No one will know what to believe. So you must have your credibility. And here's how credible people are talking today. I don't know what's coming. I don't know what's coming. None of us do. The doctors don't. But if this isn't about just the number of dead, 400 million people don't have to die. Okay? I don't think 400 million people are going to die. I don't think, uh, you know, uh, 400,000 in America are going to die from this. I, I don't know the number. I know it's going to be probably, in the end, about 10 times the flu. In the grand scheme of things, that's not the apocalypse, okay? It's not. The problem here is, is the overwhelming of the, citizen, uh, of the system. Because this has such a high infection rate, if we all have the flu, everybody says, well, so what? We all have the flu. No, we all have the flu, so if we all have the flu, our system isn't built for that. It's like we can handle a hurricane. 
because America will come together and we'll we'll rebuild cities. We'll do it. We're fine. But America is not prepared to have a hurricane in every town in America. Okay, we're not built for that. We can handle earthquakes in in uh, California as bad and scary as those earthquakes and those fires are. We can all band together and we can help each other and we can do it. But we can't handle an earthquake from one coast to another that's wiping out our towns. It's and it, let's say it's an earthquake that only destroys buildings and everybody lives. We still aren't prepared for that. So that's why this should be concerning to people. It's not the death rate. It, it, you could say it's exactly the flu. Yes, but it's the flu where 20%, now that number here in America is at 12, which makes me feel really good. So let's use that number. 12% of those who get it need hospitalization. That's 12% of anybody who gets it. Let's say we all get the flu and nobody dies. If 12% need hospitalization and just 12% of 40% of this country, 12% of, of 20% of the nation, the hospital system is overwhelmed and we don't have the resources to be able to deal with that. Yeah. And, and the flu, you know, the media likes to say it's not like there's only two things you can say about the flu, apparently, which is, oh, it's no big deal. It's just like the flu. And then in addition to that, you can say, it is a big deal. It's not like the flu. It is a big deal. Well, neither one of those are right. Okay. There are some similarities to the flu, but think about this as flu year one, before we have a vaccine, before we have any treatments, flu year one was 1918. Okay. Right. That was really ugly. Now that's not going to happen here. We're not going to have 33% of the global population die. We've advanced a long way from there. Right. However, we don't know how far it's going to go. So, number one, we should all say, you know, it's not, oh, it's just the flu. Well, the flu's serious. The, the 1918 flu in year 102 of that flu is still wiping out 50,000 people in the most advanced economy ever. Right. And right? we don't freak out because we're used we're to used it. We're used to it, but it's still a big deal. Right. And let's just say, and you've pointed this one out before, Glenn, let's just say it's exactly the flu. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. We know what the flu is. It's the flu. Well, then we have double the normal flu. If right. we're losing 50,000 people last year, if it goes up to 100,000 people next year, that's a big development. Right. So we should yes. really care <laughs> right. about these things. And again, uh, it, I stand by it's not because I'm not I am not panicked by this no, at I, all, I, I, nor should anyone be panicked by this. You should, should just be, be smart. And here's what's happening, I think. People feel one of two ways. This is my guess, and I'm going to go to the phones next. Um, they feel one of two ways. They feel like um, uh, this is just outrageous, and there's no reason to panic, and there's no way. And they they are trying to prove the point, but they're taking it too far, that the media and everybody else is they're just hype machines. Okay, And that is true. And it's absolutely true. But they don't want to they don't they don't want to be they don't want to be the ones who looked like they were freaking out when the death toll is probably 10 times the number of the flu. That's fine. I understand that. That's logical. They don't want to be the one at the end saying, uh, you know, I freaked out or whatever. 
The opposite is also true. People are panic buying because they don't want to be the one who was stupid while everybody else was out buying. Yeah, they would. They didn't do anything. And so they join in you. This is the loss of gray in our area, in our in our country. This is the loss of reason in our uh, country. This is the loss of uh, of of subtlety. You know, there's there we, we have no nuance anymore. It's either all of this or all of that. This is neither. This is neither. Most things have subtleties and nuances to them. And, you know, I'll say on the Trump part of this, Trump not necessarily known for his nuance, like no, not exactly no. what got him to where he is. But think about what he's saying. He's been he's, very nuanced in what he's right. saying. He is like, hey, here's massive resources. Here's my top people. Here's Oval Office speech after massive press conference. He's doing things he has not done in years. Mm-hmm. And he's doing all of this while at the same time saying, hey, we should remain calm about this, but this is serious. Let's take care of it. That's actually he hasn't expressed it perfectly every single time. But that attitude is exactly the attitude you should have. This is amazing because it is it is the best thing he said was we're going to make it through this because we make it through everything. We're Americans and we're going to we're going to make it through it. But we have to have each other and we have to do smart things right now, right now. All right, back to the phones here in just a second. Uh, I was reading the Twitter feed last night after I said, this is what I said. This is so outrageous. Um, uh, I, I posted something from Italy where they need a passport and a paper to leave their house. It's crazy. I said, I believe by this time next week, anyone who thought this was a hoax, overhyped, or something to be used to gain some political advantage will be sober enough to see their error. We're all Americans. We're all brothers and sisters. Why don't we just pray for those who are helping others? <gasps> Glenn Beck's always been a fear monger. How's that fear mongering? How's that fear mongering? I don't understand. Help me. Help me. 888-727-BECK. All right. My pillow. Oh, I had such a great night's sleep again last night. Thank you. Thank you, Mike Lindell. I don't know what kind of voodoo witchcraft he did with that pillow. I actually sat with him for a podcast that's coming up in a few weeks. Uh, I, I, the guy might be completely crazy. I have no idea. And I asked him and he didn't give me an answer. I'm like, what, how did you come up with this thing that, you know, it's, it's like a, it's a pillow with architecture in it. I don't, I don't, I don't know how it works, but it's fantastic. And quite honestly, I don't, I don't really care that much about how it works. It just does. MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. I want you to right now get some of the, the, the uh, really great Giza dream sheets. Today's your day to change your sleep life forever and for the better. It's, uh, it's MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com. Buy one pair of Dr- Giza dream sheets and get the second one free. Also, deep discounts on all other MyPillow products. Enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117 or MyPillow.com. Enter the promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. Let me go to uh, let me go to Robert in Colorado. Thirty years as an emergency room nurse. Yes, Tell me sir, about good it. Morning. Well, first, I believe 
many years ago, your tagline for your show was the fusion of information and enlightenment. Yeah, entertainment and enlightenment. Yeah, go ahead. Still is. Still is. Yep. Well, uh, let's hopefully we can engage in some of that. Mm. First, uh, the biggest problem that we are going to face is the worried wealth. Yes. What CDC describes as individuals who are not ill. Mm-hmm. have not had significant exposures yep. and are seeking treatment. That's exactly right. Exactly right. Knock over the domino. Yeah. Currently, the guidelines we are working under is if you present with respiratory symptoms, cough, cold, fever, mm-hmm. uh, but you have had no contact with a laboratory-confirmed COVID-19 patient, mm-hmm. and if you present with that same set of symptoms and barring you do not qualify on the first set that you have not had travel to a hot right. spot. Right. And that's, that list grows every second. Right. The only time we are now testing routinely for COVID-19 is if a person with that set of symptoms is admitted to the hospital and there is no underlying diagnosis, flu, Respiratory interstitial virus or mm-hmm. something that we can hang our diagnostic mm-hmm. hat on. Then that person goes into respiratory isolation and is tested for COVID-19. Look, In Colorado, that test takes 48 hours. Okay, so here's the thing. We don't have enough tests to make everybody feel comfortable, nor should we all be getting a COVID-19 test. I was in, I was hanging out with some of the people, and so was Stu at CPAC, who were hanging out with a guy who has COVID-19. I don't feel it necessary to go run and get a test. I don't have any symptoms. I am exercising smart precautions for myself and those around me. And you don't clog the system. That's my biggest fear here, Robert, is not about the deaths or anything else. It's about overwhelming the medical system. If everybody has the flu and everybody thinks they're dying from it, our, our doctors and hospitals are not prepared for that kind of volume. Am I wrong? Well, the, No, but there is a significant difference between influenza and COVID-19. I know that. And it's a, it's a structural difference in the, in the way we test. Influenza, I can insert a swab into your nose right. and in about 20 minutes tell you if you have Correct. flu. Correct. Correct. COVID-19 requires as much as, depending on what state and where you're at, at least 48 hours at this point. Okay. Robert, I've got to run on the, the, for, the, for a network break. I appreciate your phone call. Thank you for bringing some reason to this. Some more people that the, the, I don't know which way they're going on the phone. And also Steven Crowder next. Program. Remember when Brendan Fraser was being chased by an angry 4,000-year-old Egyptian mummy? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Brendan, being, of course, the genius that he is, figured out that the main thing irritating the mummy was all the lines on his face. You know, the, the parts, at least the parts where he had a face, that they had lines on them. And he knew it was nothing. A little visit from the miracle skincare GenuCell couldn't take care of. A little jawline treatment here, a little of the immediate effects there, and the mummy looked at least two or 3,000 years younger. He uh, left Brendan Fraser alone and then formed a jazz band that never quite made it big, but got gigs here and there. It was, you know, it was, it was okay. Jenny Cell RH leads the industry yet again by making bags under the eyes, puffiness, hyperpigmentation, even redness, a thing of the past, even mummy-like sim- symptoms I think it works on. Order the Genucell RH today and get the Genucell jawline treatment and Genucell immediate effects absolutely free. 
Call 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. GenuCell.com. 800-577-8709. GenuCell ARH is non-irritant, safe in the sun, highly moisturizing. Get yours today at 800-577-8709 or GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Hey, you want to understand the coronavirus? The sum of all fears was my Wednesday night special. You can find that. BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 10%. Steven Crowder had a big special last night. We talked to him about that next. Hey, I like to box. <laughs> hey, yeah. Stephen Crowder uh, was, uh, I think, four years old when I first stumbled onto him and said, look at this kid. He's amazing. He's now done something that very few people can do, and that is get his billionth view on YouTube. Welcome to the program, Mr. Stephen Crowder. How are you, Stephen? Thank you very much. I thought you were going to say I did something that that nobody else was capable of doing, and that's age ungracefully, uh, Uh. because... (laughs) You know, you look your you look your age, assuming that you're, I don't know, 70 um, where I'm looking at the I'm looking at the old videos of you. How old were you when we when we first met? When we first met, I would have been. Well, I remember I was the youngest Fox News contributor uh, at like I was barely 21. So I don't know if we met a little before that. I was probably 20 years old. And that first video you saw there, I think I might have been 17. It's incredible. It's incredible what you have done. Um, First of all, we just wanted to congratulate you on your uh, billionth view. Is there a reason you're looking down your shirt? Uh, Yeah, I didn't realize that it was. I I came in and it was soak. I was soaking wet, so I changed shirts, and I didn't realize this was unbuttoned like the uh, you know the full Burt Reynolds Cosmo. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Stephen's showing some nipplage today, and uh, I guess that's uh, well. No, this not with this shirt. This would just be my third nipple. Would be the only one you see right down the middle, and I don't think that uh, that plays well for me. But thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate. Uh, and uh, you were you were uh, early on on bringing me on your show, and I remember you had me uh, obviously open for you before. It was the Blaze. It was Insider Extreme. Do you, re- and, do, uh, do you remember when I'll, one of my favorite memories of my career was the day? And I think we were doing the Insider Extreme. Wasn't that the thing we did at that theater on Broadway? Yeah, the Nokia Theater. Yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget. Right before the FBI comes in. And they said, we have to close this show. Everybody has to leave. And we're like, whoa, 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 what? And, you know, we, we were having problems with the Obama administration and everything else. So we, we, we were like, put the brakes here on uh, uh, just for a second. And uh, they said, we have death threats on you. Somebody is in the crowd. They say that they are going to uh, shoot you to death on stage tonight. And I said, well, do we know who it is? And they're like, uh, no, otherwise we would arrest him dummy uh and so i'm they're telling me i've said i'm going on stage anyway and so i'm putting on a bulletproof vest to go on stage and that's when you walk around the corner into the dressing room and you just stop i'll never forget the look on your face and you went uh is there something i should know (laughs) yes yes yeah 
I, no, no, no. Here's the part. I was walking off stage, so I wish I'd have been briefed oh. before I went on stage right. and was making jokes about Muhammad, uh, Holy Spirit <laughs> Prophets, peace be upon him, for 30 minutes. And I just thought that everyone got fat because you weren't the only one wearing a bulletproof vest. There were several people. I'm like, oh, my God, I think Stu's gained weight. And then I see you, but I'm going, holy, wait, I was out there for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but Stephen, I mean, you know, you're 20. It's not a great loss. Now it would be a great loss. Back right, then, yeah, I, you know, you were just promising. Now yeah, you've accomplished something. <laughs> no, my gravestone wouldn't have read, we lost him too soon. Yeah. It would have read, yeah, seems about right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, I worked really hard to get a surprise for you. And unfortunately, the person was in, uh, was in Hawaii and uh, didn't get it back to me until you were on the air last night. But I would like to play something for you. A hero of yours uh is very aware of you and uh, i asked him to be sarcastic uh because we don't want to give you any real compliments <laughs> no no i don't take them well here is uh here is one of your heroes talking about you uh go ahead and play hey steven i did a billion views while you were still in diapers <laughs> and no matter how much you train i'll still eat you for lunch. Yeah, so. Your pal, Chuck. From Chuck Norris. Uh, yeah, well, I, I gathered that. What's amazing to me is after all these years, he still can't read a script. Now, <laughs> <laughs> see, that's not nice. That's really not nice. That's really not nice. Well, I don't think he's that comfortable being mean is what it is. You yeah. know, I, I met, I didn't meet him once, but I saw him once, actually, at my uncle's country club. And I had no idea, you know, this sort of mythos, Chuck Norris. And I and uh, he's not a big he's not a big guy. I was yeah. very surprised. I was like, well, I could fit him in my back pocket. But I know <laughs> that he is he, he's one of the few action stars, by the way, who is completely legit. So once you remove the karate and the stuff that doesn't work on the camera, you know, he's a black belt in jujitsu, uh, in yeah. judo. And I actually uh, my head instructor got his black belt with the Machado brothers, who surprisingly, I think are more conservative uh, in, in Texas. So I appreciate that. Yeah, he's he's he comes by it. Honestly, he's not, you know, a fraud like the Steven Seagal's. He the world. is. He is one of the nicest guys, and I was not a big fan of his, you know, and a big fan of his movies growing up. I was just a what wh missing no, in action two wasn't your bad. Uh, I, I know, and uh, so I go over to his house, and uh, and we're just hanging out on on the weekend, and we're all staying. The kids are playing out on his ranch and everything else, and so we're just hanging out with each other. And he's like, "Hey, we're gonna do movie night." Which 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 one of the which one of my movies we're we gonna watch? And I'm like, um, oh, you pick. I mean, whatever you pick, brother. I couldn't pick. I didn't know. Did you like a mystery? Did you like a mystery science theater where he was offering commentary on his yeah, own film? He really was. He really was. He was like this part. You gotta watch this part. This is nuts. Or this part, not so good. Not so good. He's really wow. He was really cool. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about the guy, and, and I, I, like I said, I've never spent much time with him, but in, in Brazilian jiu-jitsu circles, like if someone says they're a black belt, I can ask two questions and find out if it's real because you know every single black belt in the area. So I have a lot of interactions with people who've trained with him, and, and no one has a bad word to say about him. So I, uh, I look forward to hopefully he meeting is, him, but that, that was really a nice surprise. Thank you. Yeah, my, uh, my son, uh, he came up to my son, and he said, I just found out that you were taking... Uh, Taekwondo. I think it's Taekwondo. Uh, he said, I, I, I hear you dropped out. And he said, what, what, uh, what belt were you at? And I think he said uh, high red. 
Is that right? It's like three steps away. You would know this. I don't even know this. Uh, I don't know Taekwondo. I only do things that work. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's all right. So Chuck, so Chuck was like, you're not, you're not quitting. And he's like, well, I haven't been doing it for a while. So Chuck said, I want you to go get your black belt. Uh, and uh, he lined us up with this amazing guy. He said, I want you to get your black belt. He said, when you're ready, you come and I will, I will do the test for your black belt and give you your black belt, which it's one of those moments as a dad where you're like, please, dear God, let my son understand how big of a deal this is. Please <laughs> let him say, that's cool, Mr. Norris. I'd love that. But I didn't yeah, know. That's, that's incredible. I, man, I want him to give me my black belt when I, I think he'll be getting here in the next couple of years. Uh, it, he's, he's really is, if people actually read up on his life, just a fascinating, fascinating guy. Um, fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, this whole, this whole segment wasn't all supposed to be about Chuck no, Norris. No, I know. I'm sorry about can, that. Uh, you so, should have had Chuck Norris on. I know, so, uh, <laughs> I'm wow. I'm leaving. <laughs> um, Steven. <laughs> Are you, how are you feeling about the uh, coronavirus? Are you, where are you? Are you freaking out? Are you buying all the toilet paper or are you just, or it seems know, to be know. two I kinds of people, either all buying the toilet paper and freaking out or not at all. Well, my wife bought all the toilet paper um, <laughs> and she came home and she showed all the stuff to me that she had purchased in bulk. And she said, you're going to, well, you're going to thank me when, when it goes down. I said, what are we going to, does all the toilet paper come from China? What do you mean? What's going to go down? <laughs> She says, well, no, not that. But, you know, when it goes down, when it really gets heavy, I said, well, what do you mean? It's, if the power is going to go out, you're not going to be using toilet paper because of, we're not going to have any wa running water. What do you mean? What's going to go down? And I kept trying to walk her through it. It doesn't make any sense at all. I'm going, listen, yeah. I understand if, like, I lived through the ice storm in Montreal, and we used to have a, a sponsor. I think you guys might still work with them. Um, uh, it was Prepare with Crowder, Prepare with, uh, yeah, prepare I with the Glenn. kids. Yeah, it's um, Prepare with Glenn. Yeah, yeah, Patriot it's Supply. by Patriot Supply. Patriot Supply, that's it, yeah. yeah. We always have our little web code, and then I'm like, wait, I don't own that company. That was just my own promo code. What was the name of the company? But um, <laughs> I have uh, a few boxes of dehydrated food, you know, food that lasts, and I always have some some water on hand, and I, I have a generator and, you know, lots of guns. So that way, if I don't have anything, I'll just become a marauder. <laughs> that's the most important thing. Uh but like it's it's I lived through the ice storm where hundreds of people died because people don't tend to die with, you know, a two degree Fahrenheit increase like climate change. But they do die with, you know, extreme cold in Montreal. So I've always had just enough to sort of be prepared. But I don't see this as being the kind of disaster that if it is a disaster and I'm not convinced that it is that anyone can really prepare for. You know, you just have to wash your hands, take the proper precautions and and hope that you're not a part of the what is it? One one point four percent. Yeah death rate it's it's so it's not all life loss matters but i i think there's a little the media is being a little irresponsible here in in, in blowing it up and can i say one more thing yeah. one more thing people get mad at me for saying this okay yeah. i want to be really clear all lives lost of course that's a tragedy yes i don't want to be insensitive but i also need to be objective here in italy they have death panels basically if you're over 65 their hospitals are overcrowded they're not going to be helping you they put you on the back burner this to me is proof positive when they talk about a nationalized health care system in the united states well hold on a second Italy, how about you solve it? How about France? People are blaming President Donald Trump because they expect exclusively the United States to find the cure to the coronavirus. And no one's complaining about Western medicine now. No one's saying, oh, Kashtanga root. All of a sudden, <laughs> they, want, they want Big Pharma and America to come to the rescue of their privatized innovative health care. I know. I know. It, it, is, it is amazing to me. The problem is, I agree with everything you just said. The problem is, is all of the people, if we all get the flu, if we, if 40% of us get the flu and we're all like, I need the test right now, get out of my way. 
the system is not built. No system is built for that kind of overwhelming of the system. And it's going to be a really ugly, you know, few yeah. months on the way. If 1% of those who get this die, that's really, really bad and 10 times worse right. than the flu. But it's not the Black Plague or the zombie apocalypse. It's really right. the people that are going to, it's the overwhelming of the system that I don't think people are really used to. I mean, no. Y- you know, I think I think you're right. Yeah. And, and and that being said, we have a system that is best equipped to handle it, which is why people are correct. looking to us for a fix. Because correct. in Italy, if I'm not mistaken, I don't have any sources in front of me. I think it's 10 or 12 months to see a uh, neurologist if the average wait is 67 days for a cardiologist. So the right. stints that Bernie got would take him months. So um, we will be best equipped to handle it. But yeah, having been through uh, socialized healthcare in so Canada, do, it's, a, it's a disaster. Would you would you think that Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden in particular, those two should, I don't know, stop shaking hands and kissing babies right now. I mean, well, I think they, Joe they, Biden should stop sniffing children. That's the first. I think those <laughs> guidelines came out from the CDC. Wash your hands, don't touch your face, and don't sniff underage people. These are the general guidelines. Uh, all right. Uh, Steven, Steven Crowder, uh, congratulations on your billionth YouTube uh, uh, view. And it's, a, it's really uh, exciting and an honor to uh, to work with you and to and to watch you from from the the very humble beginnings to you taking over the entire world. And I'm oh, well, thrilled. I appreciate it. I don't, I'm not taking over as quickly as Corona, but right. fingers crossed. <laughs> but Thank you so much, Glenn. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Congratulations, Stephen. Stephen Crowder. You can watch him uh, at uh, louderwithcrowder.com, and you can of course watch him here at. The Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10% on your subscription right now. All right. Let me, uh, let, let me, let me, I mean, it seems like we are just spending our day ruining movies. So let me ruin one for you in our ads today. We all know Leo. <clears throat> and he was, <laughs> I hate to use this, in a boatload of debt when he found out the Titanic was about to head out. And, uh, you know, he was in charge of paying for the mortgage on the house. His grandfather had left him. He was really out. It was putting him under crippling gambling addiction, I'm sure. Uh, and he was really hoping, how, how do I get to America? Because I could just take one of those golden bricks out of the street and I can, I'll find my way out of it. Didn't have a lot of hope. And that's when a friend said, I got a dime. Why don't you call American Financing? And he decided to use that last dime to make a transatlantic call. Remember, this is 1912, so they were cheaper then. He made that transatlantic call, and in 10 minutes, American Financing, they said, all you really need is a refi of your mortgage. Leo, you can you can fix all of this. You don't need to get onto that stupid boat, because I got a bad feeling about that. So he never got on the boat, and the movie was 10 minutes long, and kind of boring, <laughs> honestly. Uh, 10 minutes can change your life. In that short of amount of time, the mortgage consultants at American Financing will do a mortgage review with you to see what you're eligible for. You got nothing to lose, so much to gain. Right now is the time to be financially uh, responsible and call American Financing. Call American Financing at AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or American Financing. Net. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org You're listening to Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. 
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Bill O'Reilly is coming up uh, next. I I want to at the bottom of next hour. I I want to uh, talk to you a little bit about what happened with the Federal Reserve. Um, they announced that they were issuing a fifty billion dollar overnight loan or repo agreement. Um, uh, and I want to I want to talk to you about it because that's what happened in the past, and uh, it was. Uh, you know, Bear Stearns and Lehman Brothers when they did that. Yesterday, they announced everything is good, uh, except w- what they did was issue a $500 billion overnight loan. Who needs $500 billion? Which bank needs $500 billion uh, to cover so they can open the doors the next morning? Which which bank is that? I'd like to, I'd like to know that might be a problem. Uh and there's only a few banks that could possibly need that kind of money. Uh, and I want to talk to you about that uh, and 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 just show you some of the unprecedented things that are happening out there and why you should not panic, but you should just batten down the hatches. Everybody just needs to stay calm, keep calm and carry on. Uh, I've been thinking about that poster uh Every, almost every day for the last few weeks keep calm and carry on what a great slogan uh i always thought that was you know oh so very british uh, you know they're bombing this keep, keep calm and carry on but that's really what we have to do we're not being bombed by we we just we just have a really bad uh a really really bad flu-like thing that's sweeping and we all just have to keep calm and carry on Uh, We'll give you more on this, and I can't wait to hear Bill O'Reilly's opinion of this week. I don't think we're going to agree on much. That's next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Lots of things are closing down. I mean, lots of things are closing down. Here in Texas, they just closed a school district. Uh, Everybody is meeting now uh, here in Texas about do the kids come back from spring break or not that's a very important tripwire because it really impacts about 44 percent of america that just cannot just go i want to say this carefully because i was going to say just can't stand having their kids at home what i mean is economically well maybe the other way too economically they can't take that hit. They can't stay home from from work to take care of the kids who are staying home from school. So this is one of a really big trip wires in America, and it's starting to be tripped all over the country. We want to get Bill O'Reilly's thoughts on this, the Oval Office, and what the uh, president said the other day, how this is affecting the re-election, and so much more. Bill O'Reilly coming up next, because America, it's Friday. Is the Glenn Beck program. All right, so I want to talk to you about uh, I want to talk to you about these twelve angry men that sat uncomfortably deliberating over the life of a man who was who was really nothing more than a boy, and Henry Fonda was trying to you know get him to see reason, but the whole room exploding into fits of rage, and you know that's when the bailiff stepped in and said, "Oh, sorry, boys." Um, you're all sitting on the equivalent of park benches. I forgot we ordered these. Roll them in. And he rolled in 
12 fully assembled X chairs and everybody sat down and everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What have we been so angry about? I mean, here we are, 12 angry men. Why are we so angry? This has got to stop. Kid acquitted in five minutes. Movie ruined. It's a theme apparently today. All of our commercials and how they are just wrecking every great movie ever made. If you had the X chair, hey, those 12 angry men probably wouldn't be so angry. Dynamic variable lumbar support with 10 settings. Told you yesterday, I barely could walk with my back. I don't know what I did. Probably picked up, I don't know, a Q-tip um, and uh, and feeling like dirt for the last couple of days. This X chair is the only chair I can sit in. It's not a back chair, but it has the variable lumbar support, and it is great. 30-day guarantee of satisfaction, zero risk. Don't settle for less than the best. Get the X chair today on sale for $100 off, xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com. Use the promo code Beck, and you're going to get a free set of the new X wheels with your chair. It's xchairbeck.com, promo code Beck. It's Friday, which means we check in with the one and the only Bill O'Reilly, and uh, we see how he's doing. And I'm sure he is. I mean, if he would have been around, it would have been 13 angry men. Um, Bill O'Reilly, how are you? Guilty. Guilty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. I'm sorry. So, so Bill, I'm really anxious yeah. to hear because there's a there seems to be a split in America where we've lost all nuance. Um, there is this coronavirus. It is. It is a really bad thing for the overwhelming of our systems, and it's going to be tough to get through, but it's not the bubonic plague. In fact, if you want that, you can go to Los Angeles and live on the streets and pick that up. Um, but there is a split. People say, this is all hype and over, you know, just overhyped, and there's nothing to it. Nothing's going to be wrong. You're all fools. And other people buying toilet paper like crazy. Where are you on this? Um, well, you got to break this story down into about four categories, political, medical, social, and financial. Yes. See, you know, a story like this overwhelms people. And when people get overwhelmed, they panic. Yep. All right. It doesn't matter whether it's a virus, it's Godzilla. I mean, it, when you get overwhelmed and you feel you don't have any control, you panic. Human condition. It's always been that way. Um, and you don't have any control over a virus. You just don't. Um, so where do you want to start, Doug? So I let's mean, start. Let's start on medical. What is your right. take on medical? I'll go through those four categories you just gave me. So I know a lot of EMS guys in New York City. Yep. And um, they're working around the clock. And somebody calls 911. They think they have the corona. And they go. And they look at them. Now, if they're ill... They take them to the hospital. If they're not uh-huh. ill, they go, this is another nut who's panicking. Uh-huh. When they take them to the hospital in New York City, largest city in the country, they get almost immediately tested for corona. So there's no problem in this mammoth city with testing people who have symptoms of the virus. Uh-huh. Everybody should know that. So when you hear CNN go, there aren't testing kits, it's a lie. Where there is a problem is if you do a walk-in clinic. So you go into a health clinic and you say, well, I'd like you to test me because I'm, I'm nervous. Many of those clinics don't have the, the kits. If you have a personal physician, they should have the kits. Mine does. So that's medical. 
Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That changes, though, in where you are. If you're out in the middle of the country, your hospital uh, will have the kit, um, but they're also not... One one of the things I think people misunderstand is you can't go in and demand a test. They're not just going to give you... you have to show symptoms. Correct. So you can't... Just like I just said. Right. You have to to be symptomatic. Right. Because there are a lot of nuts. Right. A lot of people who, who are so paranoid, well, I'm going to get tested, and then if it tests negative, it was like AIDS. The same thing happened with AIDS. Um, in 1984, everybody thought they had AIDS. Okay. Um, so if, you, or if you're calm and deliberate, you can get what you need in this medical area. All right. Now, let's go to social. I think that Tom Hanks is kind of like, you mentioned AIDS, the Rock Hudson, where this is going to change things. People are going to start to go, oh, wow, so regular people are getting this and... I mean, he's got a lot of protection and he got it and he'll survive uh, or, you know, or be hospitalized. I'm, I'm hoping and praying that he's not hospitalized from it. Um, well, he is. He's, he's being treated in Australia now. I've been following this story not because he's Tom Hanks. I know him a little bit, um, but I'm following the story because the most important part of the story has not been reported. Which is? How did he and his wife contract it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we need to know that. Um, was it a casual thing? Were you on an airplane? He flies usually private. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't get that. And that's really the crux of the story. You're right. He's, he's rich. He's famous. He's got resources. So how did, how did Trudeau's wife get it? Right. Okay. Um, those are important. Those are important for people to know. Because now people, oh, oh, you know, it's one of these. So, yes, you're right. That brings um, reality to people. But here... Here's the most important thing I'm going to tell you today. Okay. This is, you know, the old cliche, this is a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. All right, that's bull. What this is, is a demand for you, the American citizen, to reassess your life. Every single one of us, all 330 million of us. Because tomorrow, you have no blanking clue what's going to come. So nobody in January, early February, ever in a million years thought that this was going to sweep the nation and affect every single person. But it did, and it has. So I'm saying to everybody, listen, this is happening for a reason, because I'm a believer. Uh The, The reason is that we have become so secularized and so polarized as a people that we're now turning on ourselves. All right. We're not doing the right thing in our personal lives. We're attacking other people. There's a lot of hatred. You got to stop that because tomorrow you can be run over by a semi. All right. And you are not guaranteed anything in this life. And that's the message that all Americans should be thinking about. And you've got to live every day in an honest way, a compassionate way. And I'm a fatalist. I'm, I haven't really deviated here on Long Island where I am. My behavior, I go out, I do what I used to do. I'm not going to sporting events because they're not existing. Um, but I'm, if I get the disease, I get the disease. Then I'll fight that battle. But I'm not going to let it ruin my life and change my outlook on America. And that's the most important thing that everybody can take away from this. Uh, Bill, let me let me change now to politics. The the third uh, of your list of four politics. This is the, the, the problem I see. Again, this is the lack of nuance in the society. This is real. We have to pay attention. The president has been taking bold steps. 
But at the same time, there are people that are trying to politicize this and make this as a way to make sure that Donald Trump never gets in. But those are two separate stories, both of them valid. Agree or disagree? Okay. Let's break it down. Okay. So uh, the federal government doesn't have a magic wand, right. even though Joe Biden would have you believe that it does. Okay. So Donald Trump's a president, and he did the right thing in the beginning. And it was, it was a two-pronged approach. Number one, he isolated China from travel to the United States, and he also put barriers on South Korea and Japan. That was done in January, and it was a very smart move, and he did it. That's no credit from the mainstream media uh, for doing it. Number two, he basically now doesn't know what to do, because nobody does. Correct. All right? Nobody really know what to do. If they did, they do it. Well, they they are doing what they know. It's not like he's standing around going, gee, I don't know what to do. They're doing everything they they know. But cure the disease. Correct. Correct. All right? So it's going to infect people. So he makes another smart move by saying to Europe, because you have open borders and anyone can walk from Turkey to Sweden, all right, infecting everybody along the way, we're not going to take your planes. All right, so that was a positive. Here are the negatives. He looked a little jittery on the address. He did. All right? Okay, so, uh, you know, he's a human being, although some people don't believe that he is. Um, But he looked a little jittery. And the second thing was he didn't explain the Europe travel um, ban as well as he should have. Because if you're an American in Europe, you can come back. Right. right. You just have to be go into a system where they're going to test you. They're going to look at you. I have to tell you, I, I got that. I don't know what the big deal was on this. Nobody didn't say it. I have a I know, but I know. But I, right, but I it was implied and I understood it. So, OK, maybe it's just so. Me. So that's President Trump and you, the American voter, can make up your mind whether that's enough or it isn't enough. One more thing. President Trump's main job is to calm the nation. Yep. So I'll take you back to 1933. First inaugural address, FDR. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself, all right? Correct. So he's talking to America, and that line has tagged him, his, his legacy. Well, that wasn't true. That was not true. Correct. We were right in the middle of the Depression, and people didn't have supper. Mm-hmm. All right? They had to stand on lines for food. Mm-hmm. And that was fearful. My grandparents went through it. I know how fearful. It stayed with my father and mother forever. All right, so FDR basically said an untruth in his inaugural The only thing we have to fear is fear. Is it? No, we have to fear we don't have supper. Okay, but he did that to calm everything, exactly to right. put a sense that we are going to recover. That's exactly what Trump did Yes. in the beginning. Exactly. Look, we don't want the markets to tank. They did anyway. But we want everybody to be as normal as possible. That's what a president does. Yes. Okay, segue into the media... Democratic Party alliance, which we've gone over on your program, okay? They are in contact with each other. They work together. Immediately after the coronavirus panic hit in America, they came up with the strategy, this can kill Trump. So whatever Trump does, it doesn't matter. Whatever he does, it's going to be bad. Here is the page one headline in the Wall Street Journal, not a friend of Donald Trump. Quote, Trump's announced travel ban on Europe beyond surprising European capitals deepens tensions among transatlantic allies. Okay, you and you know, F you, Wall Street Journal. He did the right thing. Everybody knows that Italy is closed down, and
and there are no barriers for people traveling throughout the country. So by stopping travel, he did the right thing for America. F.U. Wall Street Journal, because you are liars. And that's what's happening. So you turn on the television, they hate Trump networks, everything he does is wrong. Because they want this to be the knockout punch on Trump. Then you have Biden go on. And I, I am covering him fairly on BillOReilly.com, Beck. I am covering Biden. No cheap shots. No, he has dementia. I don't do that. Right, I know. So I'm listening, I'm sitting, and I'm waiting for one specific Give me one specific that you would do differently than President Trump. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. In a 17-minute in a address, I get no specifics. What I do get is the giant federal government is going to solve this problem, not only in the USA, but all over the world. Because we're going to get cooperation. This is Joe Biden saying And when we get cooperation, that's going to wipe out the coronavirus. Is that the biggest bunch of crap you've ever heard? Yeah, you know, it's going to wipe out the coronavirus, the free market system in these pharmaceutical companies that everybody has hated for so long. They are going to they're going to defeat the coronavirus. That's that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. But in the meantime, this is being used to try to destroy Trump. Not work together, not, you know, we're all in it together. Let's try to get, mitigate the panic and try to set up a system where people have confidence in the financial market, stop the madness. No. Let's use it to destroy Donald Trump. No matter what he does, it's bad. All right. And that's what you're seeing right before your eyes. Let me take you one last place when we come back, uh, and that is on the last pillar, and that's the economy. Uh, what is really happening there and uh, and what should we be watching for back with Bill O'Reilly in uh, just a second it is Friday we are jam-packed today we're gonna have to abbreviate our conversation with Bill O'Reilly which I look forward to every every week but we have so much going on we'll check back with him in uh, just a second let me talk to you a little bit about uh, uh, hustler turf you know mom always said you know life is like a box of chocolates you know, it's like a box of chocolates, and you never know what you're going to get. This this is our thing today, isn't it? It's just, we're just ruining movies all day. No, I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm just doing a hush. Okay. My mom said that. She said that. I, oh, okay. I used to sit on a bench, and I... But even mom didn't anticipate her son, you know, get, getting a, a job mowing school lawns. And uh, he, you know, he had, mm-hmm. was wearing braces and stuff, and so he was riding a Hustler Zero Turn lawnmower. And amazing speed, uh, perfect maneuverability, and the the mower just proved to you know be the most amazing thing that had ever happened in Forrest's life. And so he spent the rest of his life working uh, on that job. And people would be like, you know, <laughs> run, hustler, run, and it, and he would just be like, it does, it runs all the time. I just so, I, there's nothing that ever goes wrong with this thing. It's great. This is not winning any awards. This movie. No, it's not. It's not. But. He was happy. He was happy. You know, he didn't. I don't think he met that girl. I uh, never gave a big speech. But man, Forrest Gump on the Hustler Zero Turn Mower. It was great. Your neighbors are going to look at your yard and think you hired a professional landscaping crew because they're not going to see you out there all day long mowing your lawn. The most important thing of all, you're going to look forward to cutting your grass. Right now, you can purchase a new mower and get an extended warranty, a year of extended warranty coverage for free. Not sure about Hustler? Well, now you're covered. Not sure about Hustler? 
go drive one it's unbelievable hustlerturf.com i don't care if you're in the landscaping business you already know about them because they're the best ones out there uh or if you're just buying one for your own home it's hustlerturf.com enter the promo code back in the box for all of the warranty offer details just drive one you'll thank me hustlerturf.com 10 second station id All right, so Bill O'Reilly, now let's talk about the economy. Uh, Things are crazy. Now, we're up 1,000 points. Tomorrow or Monday, we'll probably be down 1,000 points, and then the next day up 1,000 points. What what are you looking at with the economy, and how do you think this is shaping out, and are we doing everything we can to make sure that we're going to weather this storm? Okay. I'm not an economic genius. Uh, I am a political and uh, social genius, but not an economical genius. Got it. My advice to uh, those who come to BillOReilly.com is quite clear. You do nothing. You should have stops on all your stocks anyway. And if you have those stops, you've lost some stocks. That's fine. All right. Um, But don't buy. Don't sell particularly don't sell because it, the stock market will come back. You don't know when, but it will. Mm-hmm. So if you have IRAs and you have college funds, just sit there. Don't do a thing. Can't time it. Nobody knows. You sit there. Painful? Absolutely painful. But again, this is what life is all about. You mm-hmm. absorb the pain. You don't do anything. You don't panic. You don't sell into this craziness. You want to buy, you're a gambler. You're a Vegas guy, mm-hmm. all right, because you just don't know. So I see a recession, and that'll hurt Trump's reelection. but it's not a knockout blow because the Democratic Party is befuddled, and their nominee, Joe Biden, uh, on Sunday night, I mean, I, I don't even know if the man's going to be able to get out of sentence. So we'll see. But we will go into a recession. That will hurt people. Some people will lose their jobs. But you can be resilient, you know, but you've got to be thinking ahead. If your employment is shaky, then you got to look into driving an Uber or you got to look into an alternative job. Um, again, you don't panic, but you have to assess your situation realistically. Nothing is guaranteed, all right? Nothing in this life. And you must prepare yourself as well as you can. So I do foresee a recession. I don't think it's going to be a horrendous recession. A lot of capital around, a lot of money on the sidelines. Um, but when you have a worldwide panic, Commerce is going to slow down, and that's nobody can do anything about that. Donald Trump, um, how do you feel he's going to fare in the election if what you just said happens? We have a recession. How? how very close. Very close. Very close election. Yeah, it, it all depends now on Biden, because Trump's support is not going to flee him. Correct. So he'll go in with. 60, between 55 and 60 million votes. That's what Donald Trump's going to get at this point right now. Right. Between 55 and 60 million. He got 60 mm-hmm. million last time. Right. And if, if Biden is impressive, he could win. If he's not, Trump will get reelected. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Thanks. Sorry, Bill, to cut it short today, but I appreciate it. BillOReilly.com. BillOReilly.com. We'll talk to him again next Friday on the broadcast. You're listening to Glenn Beck.
Tom Hanks, again, pre-coronavirus. Pretty upset when he got stranded on that desert island. Remember that? Mm. Within a week, he had a beard of a like a hungover Greek god. And, uh, I mean, that would put anybody out of sorts, you know, having that kind of, that beard. Well, thankfully, when he opened some of the Fed, FedEx boxes while he was on that beach, he discovered a bottle of Shave Secret in one of them. And he was delighted. He could shave his face with a sharpened rock at this point because it would come out smooth. I mean, because it's really not the 12 blades. It's about what you put on the shave, you know, what put you put on your face to shave. And this is an essential blend of um, uh, or a, a proprietary blend of essential oils. And so he opened up a little tiki bar uh, where he served himself cocktails. Uh, in fact, he's still there, um, you know, running a little bar and. Uh, and put that in your your pipe and smoke it, okay? Bad movie, great result. He didn't go crazy. Shave Secret. Shave Secret available at H-E-B, Wegman Grocery Stores, even at Walmart. Available online at Amazon and ShaveSecret.com. Use the promo code BECK on the website. Get a 10% discount at ShaveSecret.com. It's fantastic stuff. Only a few weeks away from Glenn Beck's new book, Arguing with Socialists. It's right around the corner. We'll give you more details as we get closer. Welcome to the program. Uh, I want to give you something that I don't think anybody is really talking about today because we're all worried about other things. But this is very, very important. Um, listen carefully, uh, please, to this. We've been talking about what the Fed has been doing with what's called the repo um, market. And what this is, is a there's a like what used to be called the discount window. If a bank was in trouble, they could go to the discount window and they could get money overnight they have to have law says you have to have enough money enough enough money in the vault to be able to open up the next day you have to be able to cover all of your debts okay so banks generally have that this discount window was never opened um by banks unless they were in real trouble the fed always had it but it was a special line you would go into, and it was known. So all the banks could go, oh, that bank is in trouble. Okay? And when that bank was in trouble, then people would, I mean, it was really, uh, it was a high-risk thing. You only went there when you were really in trouble, and it could cause you more trouble if you went to that window because everyone would know, okay, there's, there's trouble with that bank. But they did that for a reason to make sure people were really responsible with the money, the banks, and to let everybody know, hey, there's there's trouble here with this particular sector or with this bank. Well, that all went to hell. They just opened up the discount window and anybody can go for any reason and it's all secret and everything else. Let me give you a headline. Federal Reserve Bank of New York announced it's issuing $50 billion, an overnight loan or repo agreement between itself and a member investment bank in New York. The Fed had been particip- uh, participating in the overnight lending market between banks since uh, 2007. But $50 billion on one night to a single bank is something that has never happened before. Um, And for that matter, we don't know that this has ever happened since March 12th. Moody's downgraded Bear Stearns stocks. Now, I'm obviously reading to you a headline from uh, 2008. 
The Federal Reserve announced it's willing to issue a $50 billion overnight loan. March 12th, Moody's downgraded Bear Stearns stocks and, and bonds to B to C grade, effectively junk assets as investors are concerned. Accountants that night calculated that Bear Stearns had less than $3 billion in total cash assets versus $82 billion in liabilities. So not enough cash on hand to open their doors. The game was over. The next morning, stocks crashed from $40 a share to less than $10 a share before the regulators took the stock off the exchange. Within two hours, J.P. Morgan had agreed to buy Bear Stearns for less than $2 a share, leveraging a 1% loan from the Fed to facilitate the purchase. It was the largest bank collapse in U.S. history until Lehman Brothers collapsed in a very similar fashion shortly thereafter. Now, we all remember and recognize the names and the situation of Bear Stearns and Lehman Brothers, two giant investment banks that caught, were caught with their pants down when the housing market and the CDO market fell apart in 2008. We all know that. But for the most part, what we don't know is that for both banks, there was an attempt to save them in both cases the night before the two largest and most prestigious investment banks in the world collapsed. The Federal Reserve Bank of the United States had attempted to give them huge loans, tens of billions of dollars, to try to bail them out each. $50 billion for one bank. So what? Last night, the U.S. Federal Reserve announced its largest, this is now current history, last night. The Federal Reserve announced its largest ever overnight lending program, larger than the attempted repo loan that was to have bailed out Bear Stearns in 2008 by a factor of 10. The Federal Reserve last night loaned more than $500 billion into the overnight liquidity, uh, liquidity market. That's where the banks show up to borrow some money because they don't have enough cash on hand to cover opening the doors the next day. $500 billion one night. Now, there are only a few banks that could possibly be measured uh, to have liabilities or cash needs in the $500 billion range. Uh, Morgan Stanley. J.P. Morgan, People's Bank of China, Mitsubishi Financial, Bank of America, Deutsche Bank. The largest banks in China, the largest banks in Japan, the largest bank in Germany, and the largest banks in the U.S. There is a precedent for COVID-19, the Spanish flu of 1918. We know how to navigate those waters. But there is no precedent in world history for a bank lending $500 billion to another bank in one night to cover the market losses. $500 billion is larger than the annual GDP of most nations on planet Earth. In 2008, it was a death rattle. Bear Stearns. In 2020, based on what the Fed did last night, what is it that we're hearing? What domino is weak? They're telling us the banks are fine. They're telling us the banks are good, and they probably are. 
But a $500 billion overnight loan is unprecedented. Keep your eye on the financial sector. Uh, This is. I want to be really careful, and I have been going back and forth and really praying hard, and I'm really struggling right now because I am a guy that always sees the problems. I see the holes in the, you know, in the Titanic after we leave the iceberg. I, I see the problems, and I usually see them ahead. Once that hole is in the iceberg, I'm one that is better at not making people panic and saying, we're going to make it, we keep going, yada, yada, yada. I've warned you for a long, long time that we're going to have real problems. I'm not sure that this is it. Everything intellectually in me, everything that I know, all the history that I have of looking at these things, everything in me says, this is... This may be what we've been preparing for. Um, But I don't have any feeling of dread or doom or panic whatsoever. That's unusual for me because I'm usually the one going, don't you see? Wake up. And I don't have that panic. And I honestly, I maybe I'm not. I don't know. Maybe I'm not worthy. Maybe I'm I'm not maybe my my time to warn people. I don't know what's happening to me right now. All I know is I can just tell you the facts and I can also tell you don't panic. Because I really truly believe that, but I also need to tell you at the same time unprecedented things are happening and I can't tie them all together yet. Something is off, and I just don't know what it is. And I would sincerely ask for your prayers. Um, ask ask for your prayers for everyone on this show and everyone who advises me, and most of all, me, that I figure out what the heck is, um, that I don't doubt, and that I have... Um, enough humility to actually hear what I'm supposed to tell you every day. Here's what I do know. We're not all going to die from the Corona's flu, Corona flu. We're all going to be on the other side. Um, but on the other hand, we are, we are facing headwinds that I haven't seen in my lifetime before. And hopefully everything calms down, but things don't fit together neatly yet. And, um, and I would just ask for your prayers, and I would ask you to do one more thing. Stop playing politics. Tell all of your friends, stop it. We know that the press is not telling us the truth. This is the time where we all need our credibility. The press doesn't have any credibility. So nobody is trusting what they say because they have never told the truth about any of the good things about Donald Trump. It's all bad. It's all everything that he does is just the worst. That's not possibly true. Um, And they have no credibility. You must have your credibility and you have to tell people, look, we're going to lose people. And if we lose one percent, 
which is a, a hopeful number. If we just only lose 1% of everybody who gets the coronavirus, it's going to be bad and it's going to hurt all of us personally. Um, but we're most of us going to make it through it. It's not that that we're worried about. That's a big toll. There's two things you need to worry about. The overwhelming of the system because people panic. The overwhelming of our medical staff. And the best thing that we can do is take care of each other. Take care of the neighbor that is next to you. Make sure that they're okay. Make sure that you just call each other or FaceTime each other. Just do the things that all of our churches taught us to do. Don't wait around for the government to tell you to do things. You do them because in a free society, we have a responsibility to not be reckless with our health or other people's health. Their health is, is you might not get sick, but if you've been exposed and you're getting somebody else sick, you're part of the problem. We all have to make sure that we are doing the right thing for, dare I say it, the collective but in the way that we all understand it we are all free individuals now let's step up and exercise our responsibility to also be e pluribus unum all right all right Stu. let me talk to you about that death star Okay. I mean, the Death Star. Mm-hmm. How do you build a moon-sized space station? Nobody's ever done it before, right? You know, it's capable of blowing up planets. Uh, I mean, how do you do it? Well, you got to know your numbers. You got to know how many hatch doors do we need? You know, you, well, God forbid you leave this big open shaft there without all the right shaft doors, you know? Mm-hmm. But you're dealing with such big numbers and volume, you don't know. You're trying to grow the empire. <laughs> You don't you don't have a correct count on the Rebel Alliance or anything else. Impossible to manage. If you don't know your numbers, you can't build the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, how does this relate to you? Well, hopefully you're not building a Death Star, but you're building a business. NetSuite will help you turbocharge your growth. With NetSuite, <laughs> you'll get a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, the Rebel Alliance. Do we have a hatch for that big hole in the side? Everything you need to know to grow and survive right from your phone or your computer. Imagine if the emperor would have had that. <laughs> NetSuite would have, gi- would have given him the visibility and control that he needed to make the right decisions and grow his Death Star with confidence. <laughs> That's why NetSuite customers grow faster than the S&P 500. It's the world's number one cloud business system. Trusted more than by 19,000 companies worldwide. I'm not sure if the Rebel Alliance has it yet. Because I'm not sure if it's in the future or in the past. I don't really remember. But if you want to be like Darth Vader and get your butt kicked. Because, oh, I didn't know that shaft. Well, go ahead. I prefer not to be that. I want to know about the hatches that we're missing. And NetSuite will help me. Keep track of everything that I need to know about. NetSuite.com slash Beck. That's NetSuite.com slash Beck. Go there now. NetSuite.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
we just need so much more time to talk to each other. Um, David is in Texas, and uh, I'd love to hear your perspective, Dave, uh, just a listener of ours in Texas uh, on the coronavirus. Dave, go ahead. So you were talking about tripwires and things like that. Yeah. Um, I think a tripwire for me was in the middle of last month when it started to leave China. I was like, okay, we need to start looking at things differently. And we might want to plus up on food, but I've been using tripwires for, well, ever since you put out your list, I think in 2010 or 11 on GDTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just talking about that off the air. Yeah, you, you, you put out that list and said, these are the things you need to start doing and you need to start doing them now because it's inevitable. So we started looking for a house. Two years later, as soon as they mentioned mortgage insurance was going to be permanent, we got in. Two weeks before that went into into permanent uh, uh, mm-hmm. on your mortgage, and we got into our house like two weeks before that happened, and just certain other tripwires along the way, paying off our debt, like you said to do, buying silver or gold, like you yep. said to do, and just getting ready. And during that time, you know, we were talking about what do we got to do for food because you've been talking about that, and we bought a couple of those those preparedness kits. Yep, yep, yep. Things like that. So uh, so you're not panicked? No. The tripwire in February for me was we don't have any debt. We, we got a 0% credit yeah. card. But we get some food in the pantry. So that's what we did. And we did that a month ago. And I told my wife, I said, look, it doesn't matter if this, if this virus really does get bad or not. The damage is already done to the... Uh, Supply chain system. I, yeah. I spent a lot of time in the Army, and I was I was logistics for like 17 years in the mm. Army. So I saw the disruption in the supply chain, and early in my career, I told – I disagreed with the just-in-time supply chain for the military. Huh. I, when they took away military warehouses, I was against that. I was against that. And this is exactly why, because they took away production from our country, and we don't have anything – you are David. You are you're like the ideal listener, and I wish you were my neighbor um, because you are the person that it can help lead the way out in case things really get uh, bad. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for doing the right things for for so long. Um, we have Lara Logan, Stephen Moore, and our coronavirus update next. I am so excited for you to hear our podcast. Uh, it comes out tomorrow wherever you get your podcast, or if you're a subscriber to the Blaze TV. Did uh, a sit-down interview for about 90 minutes with Lara Logan, and she is, I mean, it's one of the best interviews I've done. Mo- one of the most fascinating people I have ever met. Uh, we're going to give you some clips of that coming up here in just a second. Also, Bill O'Reilly was on about an hour ago, and, and I uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to Stu about it, but, but Bill O'Reilly said something that was really surprising to me and very odd, and, uh, and I want to compare notes with Stu because he thinks, he thinks he heard the same thing, and we don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> don't even, we don't know what each other has yet, uh, but I think it's, it was weird and, and worth talking about. Uh, also, Stephen Moore is coming up and our coronavirus update in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you about Omaha Steaks. You know, we've been doing these commercials all day where how they're all wrecking movies. And I could tell you about how, uh, I mean, Omaha Steaks, is, uh, uh, Omaha Steaks, it's honey. 
Honey is the one. To put honey on your steak. Buy honey on my steak. That's good. All right, so let me wreck this movie. Joaquin Felix. Joaquin Phoenix. Or Joaquin he's, Felix. Yeah, he, he's feeling pretty low, right? Yeah, he wasn't having a good day. He wasn't having a good day. Everybody's mean to him all the time. Mm-hmm. All you ever want to do is make people smile. Looking pretty bleak. He, you know, he's poor. His mom is poor. He went out. Somebody gave him a gun. Shouldn't have done that. Starting to think about doing some pretty bad stuff. Good people of Gotham. You know, nobody's listening to him. He's shopping online for face paint. And he, he just, he had just started using a service he heard about on the radio called Honey. And uh, it's a free <laughs> online shopping tool. Automatically found the best promo codes. He applied them to his cart. And before he knew it, he was saving money. He was like, wow, somebody's listening to me. Somebody cares about me. This is fantastic. Uh, and he was like, I'm going to smile and not in a creepy way. Adios Joker movie. Done. All because of honey. Um, <laughs> this is, I don't remember this part of the movie exactly, but it did win I'm, awards. I'm just so. telling you, well, that, mm-hmm. not if he had honey. Not if he had not honey. if he had honey. I would have ruined the movie. Yeah, but it would have it would have saved a lot of people in Gotham. Anyway, uh, use honey. My wife uses honey. Um, I don't online shopping because I hate the entire process. Uh, but anyway, you can save a boatload of money in the process. Honey works on nearly every online store, including Walmart, Target, Home Depot, Macy's, Etsy, all of them. Save customers over $2 billion, which is why it has about 100,000 five-star reviews on Google and the Chrome store. So don't pass up the free money. Get Honey today. Join Honey.com slash Beck. Join Honey.com slash Beck and save a buttload of money. All right, let's uh, take a look now at our coronavirus uh, update where are we on coronavirus today? Well, total for confirmed cases worldwide, 138,000. That's up almost 10,000 from yesterday. The Western deaths now are, are sorry, the Western numbers are starting to um, uh, get into uh, hyperdrive. We're now starting at the beginning of that that curve that is almost straight line up. Total confirmed deaths worldwide is up about 400 people yesterday. Not bad. Total confirmed recoveries worldwide is up 2,000 from yesterday at this time. 132 countries have now confirmed cases, up from 125. Four more now have suspected cases. 9% of active cases are considered serious. This is the best news about it, and you're not hearing anything about this. Uh, two weeks ago, it was at 19%. Now, that is that is confirmed cases that are considered serious, requiring some sort of hospitalization. Two weeks ago, 19%. Today, it is 9%. That's great news, and only 3% of the patients are requiring ICU. The U.S. now has almost 1,800 confirmed cases, 41 deaths. That is up about 500 cases, 38 confirmed deaths yesterday. In the U.S., only Alabama, Alaska, West Virginia, and Maine don't have at least one case. We're now closing schools in at least six states. I think this is, if you are, if you are one of the school administrators and you are meeting, the smartest thing you can do right now is just say, you know what, kids, you're coming back from uh, vacation, uh, spring vacation, spring break, take another week. That's what uh, our kids' school has just done today. Uh, take another week? Another week. I, I think it's really, really smart. It's going to be hard on parents um, for multiple reasons. I mean, do you want to spend the day with your kids? If we are all locked up, <laughs> do you know how many kids are going to die? 
Uh, not from coronavirus, just from just <laughs> uh, the old uh, Homer Simpson, yes. Bart Simpson strangle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, schools closed now in at least six states. All public schools in Ohio, Michigan, Maryland, Kentucky and New Mexico were told to close beginning next week. Schools in Washington, California and New York may join in by Monday. Uh, the proposed length of closures raise, uh, range from one week to four weeks. Some schools shifting to at-home reading plans, others offering partial lessons via live video conference or recorded video lectures. Uh, The top Ohio official estimate now says at least 1% of Ohio's population is infected with uh, SARS-CoV-19. The exact statement is we've had 11 million people here in the state. We are a state of 11 million people. So the math is now over 100,000 that have this. This is according to the uh, Ohio Department of Health Director, Dr. Amy Acton. The rate on spread and fatality prompted her to recommend closing all schools in Ohio by today. She said that gives you some sense of how this virus spreads and is spreading so quickly. The virus is already in your neighborhood. The virus is already, um, you know, with someone you know. We are way, way behind, and that's because symptoms don't show up. Now, the closings are Fast and Furious 9, been pushed back. College is canceled um, almost all throughout the country. Can we go back for a second? I'm worried about the Fast and Furious 9 thing. Me too. Because usually they come out like every three months. So that means 9 would be pushed like behind 12. You see, it would be like (laughs) 8, then 10, 11, 12, 9. You don't understand 10 and 12? (laughs) You know, if you didn't see 9. Broadway has closed. Broadway is closed. Um, all schools in France are closed. Night Live Nation calls for a postponement of all large-scale music events. Uh, just listen to this. Listen to this. Universal Studios closed. All theme parks. Disney, Disney. closed. All theme parks. Anybody who says this is just a conspiracy, everybody's overreacting. No one closes Walt Disney World. No one closes Walt Disney World. Disneyland. Tokyo, Paris, no one closes that. Let's just light billions of dollars on fire, on fire. to make a point eight months before an election. Yeah, it it's, makes it's, no sense. It makes no sense. It makes zero sense. And also, no one is pressuring these gigantic companies uh, to do that. No, no official is leaning on Disney. I mean, if anything, Disney leans on officials. Well, that, there was a report that that happened in California, but I, I would not be surprised. No, no, I, I mean, worldwide, the global yeah. Disney chain. You might yeah. say there's an outbreak in Anaheim or whatever in California, and they're like, hey, close the park. It's not good to have all these people traveling in. And Disneyland, but not Disneyland, mm-hmm. Disney World, Disney Tokyo, Disney yeah, right. France. They don't do that. And I think I, I do think there are. You know, the, the administration is probably making clear what their preference is, but it's not just this administration, right? Like countries it's are closing world. down. Like Italy, India, right. India. I mean, India quarantined itself off from the rest of the world. It's one of the largest economies on Earth. This is one of the biggest. This is the biggest problem here is that people think you're overreacting. And when we get to the end of this, hopefully it will appear as though this was a massive overreaction. Because the idea of keeping everyone at home and closing these things is so that it doesn't 
become this huge thing. So if we're successful, everyone will say that was see, look, Donald Trump overreacted or you overreacted or the meat, whatever. This is one we want to be wrong about. And the way to prove us wrong is to stay home, but not be crazy about it. Um, all right, let me go back to our uh, coronavirus uh, update. So those are the numbers. That's what's being that's what's actually being closed uh, all around the world and uh, elsewhere. Um, the uh, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases appeared Thursday to downplay the hype surrounding a congressional doctor's estimate. A congressional doctor came out and said about 70 million to 150 million coronavirus cases could happen in the next year uh, here in the United States. Well, the director of the National Institute said, OK, well, that's based on a model. And I'd love him to give this lecture to all the the, uh, you know, computer modeling scientists for uh, the weather trends and the climate over the next hundred years. He's like, that's based on a model, and those things can change and be wrong quickly. Let's not freak out. Let's just remember that it could be. Satellite images today appear to show mass graves in Iran, where they have thousands of COVID-19 victims. And a man in Italy is on YouTube uh, and Facebook. He is distraught and just doesn't know what to do. He says, uh, I have my sister in bed now. She's dead, and I don't know what to do. Please, someone help me. I can't give her the honor she deserves because there are no institutions that will now take her body at this point. I've contacted everybody, but no one will give me an answer. What do I do? Italy's case uh, fatality rate is still over 8% of all confirmed cases. Apple has now reopened all of its stores in China. Um, Perhaps it's an indication of this too shall pass, and it will. Just be smart. I believe people are starting to understand. This doesn't mean that we are all going to die because we're not. What we have to worry about and and police our own selves is don't spread it to other people. Try not to get it by being around other people. Do all the things the CDC tells you to do. What we're worried about is the overwhelming of the healthcare system. We don't have enough beds if people get sick and have to go to the hospital. We are not people are not going to find this pleasant if you are put on a cot in the middle of a gym or in some, you know, Astrodome kind of situation like we had after Katrina. People are not going to like that in America. And that's what it's going to be. Not major death, but just a major disruption to our health care system. And it's not going to go well. May I just say before we take a quick break, Stu, I was concerned with Bill O'Reilly because I've never heard him talk this way about, you know what this is? This is a giant, not, he said, this is not a wake-up call for America. This is a demand that we reevaluate our lives yeah, yeah, and yeah. reassess and realize we're way off track with God and our priorities. 
Was that weird? Yes, you? that was very weird. That's Bill what you O'Reilly. heard too, right? Yeah, that you were like, whoa, what's that? Because Bill, I mean, every time, because you go into these ranch, you're like, we need to stop and think about where we stand. <laughs> Bill, what do you think? I don't know. I just, back, I just analyze the news. You right. know, he always does that. He always kind of brings it back to the sort of pragmatic level. What do we know? What can we glean from what we, uh, ha- what the what information we have? That was like, he went all like new age on us for a second. There. Yeah. Like he stepped back and he was like, you know, this is something that just makes you think about the way you're living your life and what are your priorities. And like, that's not normal Bill O'Reilly yeah, no, speak. It's not. it's not. I don't. I, what, what, what do you, what do you assign that to? I don't know. I do believe that Bill is a, a God-fearing man. And he said some God oh, stuff yeah. in there. He's a God-fearing man. And I think that uh, I think this is a demand from the heavens. Wake up. Wake up right now. Wake up. This is not, and I don't want this to be twisted in any way, even though it will be, but (laughs) I want to be on the record Mm -mm. right now. This is not some punishment from God. This is not anything like that. This is just a situation that reminds us that the most important thing about our country is the freedom of the individual and the rights for that freedom that have been given to us to protect. They are on the way out and in my opinion unless we recognize our role and stop it's not like we're even chasing god out of the square it's not we are intentionally breaking all of his basic rules all of his basic rules are just thrown out the window and we've become uh, we become proponents for the opposite of what God has taught and no society survives that. And it's why we were, we were doing the um, thing in, in Gettysburg uh, this, this summer, and we'll have some news on Gettysburg for July 4th. But uh, uh, I will tell you, it has to be done. It has to be done. We have to renew the covenant and that's a personal thing. That's not a government thing. That's not a theocracy thing. That is those of us who understand the role this land plays and the role and the importance of this land for the freedom of all mankind. We must turn back around and pray, Lord, heal our land, heal our people, heal our differences bring us back we will do what we have to do to live a righteous life we need to as bill o'reilly said uh, it's a demand to reassess your life and reorder your life and uh in the end this could be um the best thing that happened to us if we care to save the republic because perhaps we go back and remember that this isn't about politics this isn't about money this is about each other it's about being decent and honorable and working for a better future for our kids. All right, more in just a second. We have Stephen Moore coming up. Also, I have to talk to you a little bit about uh, Laura Logan. We did an interview with Laura Logan. I just love her. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stop there here in just literally one minute. All right, uh, now let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks are just yummy. They are, these are the steaks that you can, you can cut with your fork. I don't know what they do to these steaks. I don't care what they do to these steaks. They are delicious and so tender. 
Now, right now, you can save 68% on their ultimate grillers package. Yes, spring is coming. You can pay $59.99 for a box of meat now worth over, almost $200. It's $186 is what the word. You get it for $59.99. That's two fillets, two top sirloins, of, of four premium pork chops, four Omaha steak burgers, four jumbo gourmet franks. You also get the sides of potatoes au gratin, uh, four uh, caramel apple tartlets, all of that. All of that, plus the seasoning packet and everything else. This is so good. It's a limited time only. The grilling season package. It's a savings of almost 70%. 68% you can save right now. Get all of that. Plus some free burgers and franks on top for $59.99. What you do is you go to omahasteaks.com. omahasteaks.com and type Beck in the search bar and add the Ultimate Grillers package to your cart today. It's omahasteaks.com. Search bar. Type in the word Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, we have a um, we have a really exciting summer coming up for you with some um, introduction of some plans and some things that we've been working on for a very long time, uh, and we'll get to those um, later on as we get into uh, spring and summer. But tonight on TV, you want to break from the coronavirus for a few minutes and you want some really good news. I'm sitting down tonight on the big story with a longtime friend and educator David Barton. We are working on a really exciting new project together, and he's been working on this with, I'm going to let him tell the story, um, but all I can say at this point is, George Soros, you should be concerned. You should be concerned. This is something that I have said we need to do since I discovered the Tides Foundation, and I started learning about that, and I'm like, where is our side? Well, we're ready to tell you about where our side is. Just one little piece, and you'll see uh, maybe a little bit more fuller scope by the uh, end of summer. But it's the big story tonight for Blaze TV subscribers only. It's our Friday big story uh, show on blazetv.com. Subscribe right now, blazetv.com slash Glenn. commercial free tonight. Uh, you don't want to miss that. Also, Lara Logan. I don't think we have time to play anything, do we? Laura Logan is one of the greatest journalists I've I've ever met. She is amazing. I had so much respect for her. And then I sat down with her and spoke to her for 90 minutes. And my respect level went through the roof. This is one of the bravest women I know. She just thinks differently. She is on it. Any topic that we talked about, she was right there. She was on it with real insight and, and facts. She's an impressive woman. Now, if you already a subscriber to the Blaze TV, you can get that now. It's, uh, it's downloaded, I think, every Thursday we, uh, we post that for subscribers, so you get a couple of days early. If you are not a subscriber to Blaze TV, you can become one or just subscribe wherever you get your podcast. We send it out on the radio podcast feed. Uh, we send that out on Saturday mornings. So you will get that wherever you get your podcast. Uh, and you also get it at YouTube as well on Saturday. Okay, but available now. Don't miss. Don't miss either one of those. All right. 
we have Stephen Moore, longtime friend, um, econ guy, extraordinaire, to talk about what's happening with the economy and what the Fed did yesterday. Maybe he can help figure that out next. You're listening to Glenn Beck. <sighs> so pretty boy Ryan Reynolds finds himself in a real pickle when it comes, you know, his little real estate uh, problem. He's in a stupid house in Amityville, you know, proving it's just about impossible to sell. Maybe it had something to do with, you know, all the vomiting and the ghost running, running around and everything else. But he just didn't think so. Who knew? You know, maybe a fresh coat of paint and a new roof. Maybe that would help. Fortunately for him and his family, someone had told him about real estate agents I trust. And his agent got back to him with a within a few minutes. And, uh, uh, you know, he's, he just went to the website and he typed in, you know, his name and, and phone number. And the, the agent called him right back and said, you know, I I could come out and see the property right away. Temperature started to drop as soon as they walked in. Real estate agent said, I got this. Uh, looked at, you know, Ryan Reynolds and, and literally proceeded to call um, Ghostbusters, which is an entirely different movie. Uh, but we've wrecked, I think, all of the movies we can wreck today. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. You want to sell your house? We have the agent for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. A free service. This is my company. Check it out now. Don't forget to watch Glenn's new program. It's on tonight. BlazeTV.com. Promo code is Glenn. You get subscription for 10 bucks off. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Next Wednesday, um, I'm going to do a show again on the coronavirus uh, and its title is just the facts we want to do it all by the numbers uh and show you what's really going on i would like to know what you would like to know about the coronavirus could you please just uh, tweet to us uh, with the hashtag just the facts any question that you have anything that you want to know uh from any of the officials we're in touch with the government officials uh, we're asking them the questions. We're getting the the real answers for everything. We need to know what is it that you want to know, you need to know. So please just hashtag just the facts uh, and uh, tweet it to us so we know your questions and we'll have those answers for you next week. Stephen Moore on yet? Uh, okay, so Stephen Moore is going to be on. I haven't talked to Stephen in a long time. He's been He's been crazy, crazy busy. Uh, I was hoping that he was actually going to be, uh, you know, a new Fed chair. I know. Uh, it would have been missed opportunity fan. for America, unfortunately. It really, really is. He was but, a- you know, hey, we got to look back at an old tweet that he made a joke 12 years ago. So that's that society evolving. Yeah. Let's go back and look at what people wrote uh, in their journals when they were eight. And I can't wait to find out what that is so we can... I, hope I don't even remember what it was. I hope the person who cures the coronavirus made a, a, an offensive joke when they were 15 so we can throw out their cure and demean them and throw them out of society. That's what I, how I hope this ends. That's, that's the way we deserve, I, I think, know. at this point. I don't know if I agree with you on that one, Stu. I mean, I just... <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? They would be, cons- they would be consistent if they did. 
uh, if, you know, at least they'd be consistent. Yeah. They, you know, but they don't actually mean any of those things. They don't mean any of those things. Uh, by the way, I guess something has come up at the last minute. Stephen Moore can't uh, join us. I, I, I uh, We're going to see if we can reschedule. I'm really curious as to what the Fed is doing right now. And, uh, and I think this is because, look, there is no... Anybody who is saying that this is uh, happening because... You know, it's a plot against Donald Trump or whatever. This is happening all over the world. This is not a global plot on on against Donald Trump. Uh, And we are all taking these huge steps because we saw what's happened now in Italy that didn't take these steps. We're seeing what's happening in France and in Germany, which didn't take these steps and what China did. Now, China is a different story. We are not able, and nor do we ever want to be, able to track people with drones. <laughs> and remember, that's where they were. Well, uh, we, we, we'll probably be tracking people with drones. Let's not get yeah. too crazy yeah. here. But we don't take these steps. The, we don't eliminate freedom. We have a constitution to Correct. stand up with, too. And so that requires us to have, you know, reasonable people who will do the reasonable thing for all of society. And there's going to be those people that are like, I'm not doing it. Okay. All right. Just don't come into my house. Okay. Let me know. Wear a t-shirt. I'm not (laughs) doing it. That's you wear that t-shirt. So all the rest of us know, all right, you've probably been places that, you know, he's been to the, the cough conference where everybody just gets together to cough in each other's faces. They should really just call it the conference. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. (laughs) It would save. It was efficient. Yes, I like that. The economy of words is Um, important, of course. uh, He is uh, able to come on in ten minutes. Uh, Should we try to break on the early side? Yeah, break on the early side and see if we can do that. We have to be. It would be. It would be short interview, but it it would be worth it to get Stephen on. Uh, Yeah, because there's there's some things that are happening, like the closings of schools, that is going to really impact a lot of families. I'd like to know. Did you see what Nancy Pelosi tried to put in? Uh, oh, the abortion funding thing? Can you believe that? And then the way it was covered by the media. I can't believe the GOP is holding this bill up because of because they care so much about abortion. What does abortion have to do with this? Well, yeah, that's our point. What does abortion have to do with it? Why are you putting it in the bill? It has nothing to do that with COVID-19. That is so despicable. It is. To say... To say that, oh, you know, Donald Trump, he doesn't care. He's just using this uh, po- political... Really? Really? And you're not opening up funding? You're not doing things because you are insisting that abortion is funded during a time of crisis? It's despicable. Unbelievable. All right. uh, We'll take a quick break now, stations. We're going to break early so we can have Stephen Moore on with us in uh, in just a second. Stand by. wonder what happened in his life that... uh Ooh, let's speculate for five minutes. <laughs> uh, all right. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Hustler Turf. Um, a Hustler Turf is is something that you're going to be looking for entertainment soon. You're going to go like, I want to mow my lawn um, because there's not a lot you're going to be able to do because everything is being canceled and you're going to be staying at home. If you're looking for a new lawnmower, I'm telling you, there is no check Hustler out. Hustler Turf. Go to HustlerTurf.com. You might have never heard of this lawnmower, but it is made in America, been made in America since early 19, I think in 1960. Um, And they are the ones that came up with a zero turn mower, which will save you so much time when you are uh, mowing your lawn. 
they used to make just the giant industrial we gotta mow this highway those kinds of mowers and i don't know 10 15 years ago they started making uh mowers for your home but they've taken all of that engineering all of that really good quality work that they had done for 50 years and put it into your home mower so whether you are a commercial uh mower landscaper or you've never heard of Hustler Turf before, I want you to go, if you are looking for a new lawnmower, you will thank me for this, HustlerTurf.com. When you go there, click on the radio offer button in the top of the right-hand corner, and when you get your new mower, you'll also get a year of extended warranty coverage for free. An extra year, I'll take that for free. HustlerTurf.com. Drive one, you'll thank me. Last mower you will ever need to buy, ever. HustlerTurf.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program, and hello to our good, dear friend, Stephen Moore, who I haven't seen in a long time. Stephen, how are you, sir? Well, good. I wish we were getting back together under better circumstances. I know. I know. <laughs> First of all, um, I have to say, um, it was a, a huge loss for America when uh, you didn't uh, go to the Fed. It would have been fantastic for America. So thank you for everything that you've been doing and have done, but huge loss. Well, you know, thank you. And by the way, um, I, I haven't really been too sorry about that you know i have a great life and i love what i do and uh but you know right now i kind of wish i were with the fed because i think the fed has been way behind the curve i think that they have uh, not been um, on top of the uh, you know we've got a def- deflation going on in terms of prices and I, I think the fed should be doing more to uh, to get more dollar liquidity in the economy and i'd be shouting from the roof rooftops but i anyway thank you for saying that uh, so steven this uh, the, you know sometimes we disagree on on things that we should do um not always but um <coughs> you may be surprised uh and and i'd l- i need your advice on this this yeah. is the kind of stuff that the government should be doing um, I didn't I didn't like the bailouts of the banks. I hated all of that stuff. This is nobody's fault. This is an act of God. Um, we have to protect the system, but we also have to protect the people. So I want to start first with the Fed, what they should be doing. Please explain that five hundred billion dollar overnight loan last night. Um, and uh, and so let's start there with the Fed. Then I want to go to tax breaks and everything else that we should be yeah, doing. Sure. So on the Fed, look, I think that we've been in a deflation for now for several months. I like to look at what's happening with commodity prices because mm-hmm. you could go on your, yeah, on your, uh, you know, iPad or your iPhone right now, and it'll tell you exactly what's happening with the prices, of, and they've been crashing. The commodity prices are down about twenty five percent in just the last number of weeks. Now that's partly obviously due to a reduction in demand uh, right. for these things because the economy is slowing down. Correct. But I think the Fed needs to put more liquidity into the economy. Now the dollar, look at every indication it's showing default. There's there's zero inflation in the economy right now. You see, when, when you've got a 30 year treasury bill at 1% and you've got a 10 year treasury at 0.7% and mm. you've got you know flat yield curve and you've got a dollar rising in value and you've got, got commodity prices falling. That means you don't, 
there's an insufficient number amount of um, dollar liquidity. So I think that the Fed should lower rates again. I think that they should get rid of something called interest on uh, reserves that uh, banks can um, can uh, uh, get a, a you know one percent return on just holding out of their money, which is a, a bad thing. And so I think the Fed has to do that. But on the bigger issue. You know, I, what worries me the most in terms of the policy response is, let me say this loud and clear, everything that Nancy Pelosi is proposing, every proposal she has would make things worse, not better. Give me an example. Be specific so, in one, one example. Okay. I mean, you know, um, uh, you know, more food stamps, unemployment, yeah. med- Medicaid. Okay. You don't people You don't do things that are bad for the economy. You're all, all you're doing is encouraging people not to work and not to be productive. And you're you know when you pay people not to work, guess what? You get they don't less work. work. Now there yeah. may, there are some circumstances where people should not go to work. I mean I, I get that we're living in a new environment. What we ought to do is a broad based tax cut, because I agree with you, Glenn. You know this is an extraordinary circumstance. Yep. This is a, a, a national emergency. It could be worse than 2008. I mean, we could see paralysis in our economy for a month. So now is a time to do big things. And what I would do is a, I would suspend the payroll tax through the rest of the year. That's exactly <sighs> what uh, Trump is talking about. You don't, you don't like that idea. I love that idea. First of all, because of Reagan, you'll never get it back. I mean, he said once people start looking and go, wait a minute, exactly. I make how much? I love yeah. that for other reasons. But I have to tell you, that helps the employer and the employee. It doesn't target anyone by doing payroll tax and just a hiatus and if you do it to the end of the year it's enough to where those companies will use that money to to perhaps invest more long term well well put boy you've got it exactly you and i think exactly right on that one and I think it's clean. It doesn't discriminate. I don't like the idea of help. Uh, we're going to help the earth. Look, there are a lot of industries that are distressed right now. But guess what? Virtually every industry is distressed right now. Everyone. Restaurants. Everyone. Yeah, everyone is. So if you start picking winners and losers, that's a bad idea. Thank too. you. What, Thank what you. I like about this is it's clean. Everybody gets it. You're not, you know, you're not picking winners and losers. And, you know, by the way, you're, you're right. People, you know, if you do this through December and then come January, people go, I'm paying how much in payroll tax? Oh, yeah. And I've talked about this over the years. People oh, yeah. don't know how much they pay because it's withheld from their paycheck Correct. before they see their paycheck. Correct. Correct. So let me ask you, uh, Stephen, the odds of this happening, because the Democrats don't want that for obvious reasons, uh, but there are a lot of Republicans. Republicans who also don't want that. So the odds of that actually happening. Well, look, I think, you know, with, as you know, I love this president. And I've been with him, you know, pretty early on. I yeah. helped, you know, do the tax cut for him. I think he made a mistake, a strategic mistake. Uh, let's see, I'm getting, you know, two days ago, yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, that speech was poor, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I think what he ought to have done was, you know, he, first of all, this is a time to overreact, not underreact. Correct. Right? This is a time to be, take extraordinary measures. And I think, frankly, most people in the federal government have been behind the curve on this. When we saw what happened in Italy, the sirens should have been going off. Right? That you know, If this happens in the United States, we've got big problems. So I think what he ought to do, and he should be, he's going to speak to the nation again today, I think at three, what he ought to do, in my humble opinion, is he should, um, he should uh, stare straight in the camera and say, I want a total suspension of payroll tax. I want it uh, through the end of the year. Nancy Pelosi, get me a tax cut in 24 hours. 
and I will sign it, and we'll get this into people's paychecks next week. And don't don't negotiate with that woman. I agree. Because nothing she wants is good. Just he had, Reagan did that. You know, Roosevelt did that. In big moments, you take charge. He's the commander in chief. You don't negotiate. You say, "This is what we're going to do." Get do you think he's? Do you think he's getting that advice today and and uh, and really but hearing do it? Disagree? Do you disagree with me on that? I don't disagree in at all. Big yeah. bold moves. Yes, big bold moves, and this would be one of them. Um, uh, and and I think it would it would it would provide a bit of confidence. And people, look, there's been a big overreaction to this virus, but it is what it is. We're going to see a shutdown in economic activity in the next you know two or three or four weeks, and that's going to be real damaging. And we got to do things big. And and I think Trump. Had, this is let me put it like this one. This is the Churchillian moment. Yes. For Donald Trump. Yes. And he's got to step up in a big, big way and take charge. And don't negotiate with Pelosi. Right now, she looks like the co-president, for goodness sakes. Um, how bad is this going to get economically um, for the country if it just plays out? Not not Italy, but, uh, you know, it, it, we uh, have real problems. It's going to be bad. We're going we're gonna to have a pretty bad recession for the next, you know, uh, six, eight weeks, but then I think once it's over, I think the economy bounces back. I, did, one, I, got, I know you've got to run, i got to run. My last piece of advice is, folks, don't sell your stocks now. You're, you're crazy. And I'm not saying that the sell-off is done, but if you're in the market for, you know, for, uh, you know, two, three, five, ten years, you, you don't want to be selling stocks in a down market. It never makes sense. Yeah. Stephen, thank you so much. I'd love to, I'd love to uh, spend some real time with you again. More regularly on this. Yes, please do. Thank you so much, Stephen. Appreciate it. Stephen Moore, um, just a really good guy and and quite brilliant. Um, And as I said at the beginning, kind of a real loss for America with him not at the Fed. Can you imagine if he was at the Fed today? He would be big and bold, right? He'd be doing that. Yes. Yeah, he's great. I mean, Stephen, uh, and it's interesting to hear him uh, talk about those ideas. I think he's right on that. I mean, I think... The more bold and big that we can be at this point, you know, it's it's that thing where it's almost no way to be right with COVID-19 because right. if you do it right, it won't be as big a deal and it'll look like you overreacted. Correct. And if you don't do it right, if you don't go big at the beginning, then it will turn into something large and, and it'll look be, like you didn't do enough. Yeah. So what you There's, want, the ideal impact here is to look like you did too much early exactly and it right. wasn't that big of a deal. And you want that to be the outcome. And the other thing that you really need to understand is Nancy Pelosi is going to go for things like, you know, what, let's just start sending people a paycheck, basically universal basic income, because just like the payroll tax, people aren't going to want to go back. You don't want to introduce things like universal basic income at this point because it will never go away. All right. Don't miss the podcast tomorrow with Laura Logan and tonight on TV. Special announcement you don't want to make. You don't want to miss. Good news. You're listening to Glenn Beck.